Welcome to show 46 of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. Today's episode is with a brand called No Leo Care. And we are going to be talking about rash care, rash treatment, and the different products that go into this brand. It's a little bit of a divergent from like pure cloth diaper content, but I do think it fits. And I'm excited to share with you this brand and why you might consider them. Hello, my name is Bailey and I am the host of the Cloth Diaper Podcast. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is a somewhat regular show dedicated to telling stories about cloth diapering from parents, brands, and retailers around the world. The last couple of shows have been about parents. We've told a lot of parent stories this year and today we are switching again into a brand. So Nolio Care reached out to me to talk about their brand and this episode like as I think about it, sounds a little bit like an ad spiel, but it's not. Uh, Nicholas and I are Nicole, Nick, Nicole, Nicole. I'm not very good at French pronunciations as a white Canadian girl. Um, we had a really great conversation. We actually had two. We had a pre-call and then we had this call about his brand and his product. I think this is a great chance to learn about these kinds of diaper rash creams and why you might consider something that has lime water in it or olive oil and what all of these different things do to help your baby. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's about it. This is also an opportunity for me to remind you that if you haven't already checked it out, I did release a book about how to cloth diaper. It's called Cloth Diapers, The Ultimate Guide to Textiles, Washing, and More. You can find it if you search my last name on Amazon, Kindle, Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, Bowman, B-O-U-W-M-A-N. My book has just been my pride and joy and something that I've been working really hard to do. This is also your reminder that for many of you who have purchased it, I would love it if you left me a review. If you left me a review anywhere about anything that I do, it really helps get other brands and people to recognize me. We have some great new shows coming up after this episode. I'm excited to be chatting with brands such as Petite Crown, Pooter's Diapers, as well as some detergent companies, including um, maybe Denobi. And so that is an exciting summer up ahead. We've got tons of giveaways going on over at Cloth Diaper Podcast and just lots of fun. I am so excited for this summer. The Cloth Diaper Podcast is turning two in July, and that is just crazy for me. I can't believe I'm still doing this. I can't believe I'm talking this fast, and I just am so excited. And I can't wait to continue to champion cloth diapering through this summer and into 2021. Uh, I will see you on the other side of this conversation. Yeah, so uh, my name is Nicholas Cherry, or people go me, uh, I go by Nico usually. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and uh, the name of my com company is pronounced No Leo, uh, but uh, obviously in the U.S. most people pronounce it No Leo. Today we're going to talk about rash care in general, and a lot of people like this is a cloth diaper podcast, so a lot of people switch to cloth diapering because it can help reduce rashes and skin irritation. But that's not cloth diapering doesn't make everybody immune to rashes, and we still get right. No Leo offers a unique option in that we can clean and help prevent any irritations from coming in the future, right? So why should somebody consider yeah. a three-in-one product even as a cloth diaper parent? 
Yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think, um, you know, it's some, it's a concept that is quite new. Uh, and for most people, like that's something that they haven't really uh, have been exposed to in terms of the, the train of thought. But for, for me, like the reason I created this company and the reason I wanted to create a three-in-one uh, was to really eliminate the potential interactions between chemicals in the different products that we use. Um, so if we use, you know, a, a baby wipes, diaper rash cream, and potentially uh, a baby lotion, all of the ingredients and chemicals in these products will end up uh, interacting with each other and in ways that are unknown. And for many parents, uh, what they don't realize is that the, some of the irritations that they're experiencing with their kids is actually due to that interaction and to the byproducts uh, resulting from those interactions. That's a really so that's interesting thought, especially because I know a lot of cloth diaper parents, they hit a point where they're like, it's not my cloth diaper. It's not this. What's going on? But maybe it's, yeah. maybe it is using too many products and like that. And that's even something you can't really pick apart and figure out what's going on. Yeah, that's right. And that, and that just makes it very hard for parents because like you said, it's really hard to pinpoint what is what is the issue. The issue mm-hmm. could be one of the products. Uh, some people will use uh, wipes that are causing this type of adverse reaction, skin reactions on their babies. And some other people, it's not the... Uh, it's not the wipes. Maybe it's the lotion that they are using that has an ingredient uh, you know, that seems to interact with the skin of their baby more aggressively than they would with other babies. And, and for some others, it's not any single product per se. It's just the interaction of these products that result in chemicals that, that are uh, creating those adverse reactions. Oh, yeah. I was surprised. I asked on my, after we had a phone call last week, I asked on my Facebook page about how many products people had used because you had brought that up. And I'm a really minimalist person at a diaper change. I use like Uh maybe water. Um, So many people are using exactly that. um, They're using a wipe solution. They're using a rash cream. uh, And they're using all these other things that I didn't even think people used. And this definitely could be an option of just streamlining it making it a lot more easy I could see why it would be overwhelming and it's overwhelming for me as a cloth diaper content creator when we're talking about wipe solutions and we're talking about rash creams and we're talking about how can all those things be cloth diaper safe Um, and one option is a three-in-one product like what you have so tell me about your three-in-one product what is it and how do we use it um, especially with cloth diapering yeah yeah, absolutely. So our three-in-one product actually comes in the form of a cleansing lotion. So if you actually took out some of the product from 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 the bottle, you will it actually looks like a lotion that you would put on yourself to moisturize your hands or to give your baby a body massage. Uh, and this is actually some one of the uh, ways of using the product is actually using it as a body massage with your baby. Uh, yeah. But but, but because of the oil content it actually uh, and the lime water that we use, uh, it's actually a very effective cleanser, uh, much more effective than, than typical wipes uh, because the oil will actually help remove the poop that usually sticks to the skin. Yes. Uh, so that, that's one of the benefits. So it's the other thing that people don't necessarily think about is that when they have to scrub to remove the poop, the poop, they're basically irritating the skin. Uh, yeah. And so, and so now it becomes easier for the, uh, you know, the bacteria in the feces and the, uh, you know, as well as the, the, the acidity of the urine to actually um, 
impair the, the, the skin because the, you've already done so yourself with the friction that you, you've got, that, you know, that you've gone through mm-hmm. to actually clean the baby diaper. So, um, you know, one of the things that I find, uh, you know, it's very simple to use really. Like you would put, you would skirt one or two pumps of the product on a cotton pad and, and for clo- the cloth diaper community out there, you can definitely use reusable cloth wipes as well. And we encourage that if this is the place you're comfortable going. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise you can use our disposable organic cotton pads or really any sort of uh, cotton pads as long as they are lean free so you know and the reason you want them to be lean free is because you don't want the cotton to kind of fall apart as you're cleaning oh okay uh, it would defeat, defeat the purpose um, <laughs> and the reason you should also focus on keep on using organic cotton and that's something that not many people are familiar with as well is the fact that conventional grown cotton is actually one of the is actually has been um has had the reputation of being the dirtiest crop crop being cultivated oh yeah uh, because it uses more than a quarter of the uh, more it uses more than 25 percent of the world's pesticide and insecticide each year yeah um, cotton is a an yeah. Inter- scary crop yeah it is it is <laughs> and and it's interesting because there is you know organic cotton is not very uh you know it's it's not common like there is only one percent of the total cotton production mm-hmm. that is organic cotton uh but it's but we've actually priced for ourselves for instance we've actually priced it cheaper than the conventional cotton because we didn't want the price to be a barrier for people to actually switch to a, to a yeah for themselves um, and I was really excited to have you on the show today because when I was cloth diapering, which was my daughter has been a year now out of potty trained, I used a similar Canadian product that has the same idea. And exactly that in that using these kind of three in one products with this, this um, oil base was amazing to clean up poop. That was one of the things that kept me coming back to using that product was the simplicity of it. As much as it was like a new, it's a new habit to learn though. It's a little yeah. bit, it's different yeah. than what our parents have done and it's different than what other people are doing. So you're now, you're just having to learn again, which can feel overwhelming. But I think cloth parents, we have learned a lot of things. So we can definitely definitely try this. But it's just as simple, right, as taking the bottle, putting a little bit on the cloth pad, a pump or two, and then it will clean up an entire mess really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And and to to me, like, you know, what what I like about this product, you know, uh, we're a cloth diapering family as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And for us, like, I think... We've heard so many stories from our friends that do cloth diapers too uh, about their diapering routine, which is you know very intensive. Like they have to make their they, they make their own cloth wipes. Uh, sometimes they even make their own clo- uh, their, their own wipes. You know, they, yeah. <laughs> they will, they will I made my own wipes. wipes. Yeah, make, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll make their own wipe solution. Oh, yeah. uh, they when they have a diaper rash, they will try some home remedies. Um, you know, if coconut oil, for instance, has been a common one that people have used. Um, you know, and, and and the and and I understand. I mean, I'm probably from the same uh, school uh, school of thought, which is I don't want all those chemicals to be on my kids uh, skin yeah. and ultimately in their um, you know in their bloodstream and this is why I started this company and what people what people like you know they go through so many hoops to actually do a diaper change and it's a lot of research it's a lot of trial and error as you know <laughs> yeah it's so much trial and every guest that I've had on the show it's and it becomes really tiresome and really scary after a while but it doesn't have yeah. to be it doesn't have yeah to be. and it doesn't have to be and that's what we wanted to make it we wanted to make a uh, a product for the cloth diapering community that would actually be convenient to use mm-hmm. 
and and now they don't like one of our customers that told us she used to make her own wipe solution and she couldn't be more thrilled to have switched because she used to actually stop cloth diaper cloth uh, doing cloth wipes because she couldn't get rid of the um mold oh and, yeah yeah you know and the, and the mildew smell of those wipes yeah that's so a really cloth, common complaint um yeah. in the cloth community uh-huh. but you don't have to wet you can just use um you can just use a cream like like what you guys offer or um, yeah. other companies do Absolutely. so you were talking about how you really wanted to simplify things last week when we we're talking about it so how about we'll stop here well we'll move to talking about what all these items are because I know a lot of people will not know what lime water is. What is yeah. lime water? Uh, yeah. Is it safe? It sounds scary. I mean, yeah, we talk yeah. about lime as something to add to our gardens. So why are we, what's yeah, lime yeah. water? Yeah, no, so it's very interesting. And it's a very good question too. Um, so we have five ingredients in our product, right? We have yeah. calcium hydroxide, which is a mineral. And the calcium hydroxide is actually dissolved in water, which is what is called lime water. So okay. It's, it's not, you know, what some people may have thought like lime, you know, kind of a lime that you squeeze in. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, and the, uh, but the lime water is actually a very important ingredient here because it actually raises the pH of the solution just a little bit over neutral. So around eight uh, is kind of the pH that we typically have. And what that does is that it allows to counteract the acidity of the urine and balance the pH of your baby's skin. Oh. Yeah. So that's a very important one. And that's very, that's uh, for the, for the type of three in one that we use, that's a common ingredient, but as you know, it's not at all common and it's not at all used in the United States for every other products. So my daughter, uh, do you, do you have a son or a daughter? Two daughters. You have two daughters. Okay, so my daughter is potty trained, Uh but she's still not a great wiper, and we still get a little bit of irritation. Do you think, like, Uh I could maybe – you're sending me a package. Like, she could use it, and it might help neutralize and heal some of that irritation? I use that on my four-year-old. So I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Okay. My four-year-old is potty trained. Uh, although she still wears a, um, a pull-up at night uh, mm. because she still drinks too much and there's no way yeah, yeah. she's going to go through the night. And then sometimes, and then we're, well, right now when we're at home, like uh, because she's in her own bed and she has a real bed, like we, we oftentimes, oftentimes put a pull-up on her as well for nap time uh, because she's had some accidents. And what we, what we actually do is that every time she, when she goes to the bathroom and she has a poopy diaper, we use no layo. We don't. Uh, when we wipe her, typically when when she asks us to wipe her, we use no layo. Now when she wakes up, she uses no layo herself, <laughs> which, which is pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, it actually the reason we use it at night, like before she goes to bed, I clean her with it because it will protect her through the night. So that yeah. in the next morning when she's been with that pull up on all night, mm-hmm. and uh, she doesn't have any irritation when she wakes up. Yeah, because we've been, um, I've tried rash creams, but it wasn't yeah. working. But now that you're saying about pH and urine acidity, like, oh, yeah. I think that might be what we need. Yeah, no, this kind of product is the only thing that addresses the pH concern, right? Which is a yeah. main, one of the main factor for diaper rash. Um, okay. And personally, I mean, we, we're not big fan of the... Um, like, I'm not a big fan of the diaper rash creams, like the regular diaper rash creams for two reasons. First... 
Uh, they're nasty to use. Um, I mean, <laughs> hey, I you like, like get them all over your hands yeah, and I, they're kind of gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're nasty. I mean, they, it's funny because they, they say, you know, you're uh, like the part that kind of makes me laugh. Like I actually did a video recently on that is the fact that, you know, ultimately when you put it on your baby's skin, you know, let's assume you've cleaned your baby, right? Yeah. You're putting the diaper rash cream on your baby's bottom. And now you have to clean them again because of the diaper ash cream that you've put on their skin that will never go away. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I'm like, nah, that doesn't seem very like, you know, well, there's so much touching too. And like your yeah. fingers end up with a, with a three in one or this kind of product, you, you would just put it on a wipe and you wouldn't have to touch it with your hands. Absolutely. No yeah. weird cross contamination. I always think those little, well, I, I thought where you were going with nasty was that I am, um, I think those little pucks where you have that cream in it, like that entire yeah. process is kind of gross to me. That's, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like there are two things that there, there are two pet peeves of mine, you know, when it yeah. comes to uh, diaper ash creams and the packaging being used. Um, I think the packaging is very important. Most people don't necessarily realize that because they think of convenience first. Yeah. Uh, and they hasn't been, and those companies are the ones that should be responsible for using the proper packaging for the product that they're using, but they're, they're not because they're trying to just make it cheap and convenient. It's uh, super not hygienic. <laughs> no, it's not. Like no. you have, I mean, it's like the, you know, the Grovia magic stick that yeah. it's like you're basically using the same stick over and over again in the diaper area. And when you have, let's say a diaper rash that starts to go into broken skin, you're potentially infecting your baby every time you use this. Yeah, it can be kind of um, kind of scary. Uh, it is scary, like, and, and to me, like, it's it's unfortunate because um, this is actually like the type of product you like people have been using when they were already like in diaper rash territory for the most part, and that's when you have to be extra cautious because mm -hmm. um, you know one infection can turn really you know in a really bad story. Mm -hmm. All right. So we got off track from your list of yeah. ingredients. Let's get back. Yeah, yeah. So what about these oils? So you're talking yeah. about sunflower and you've got olive oil. Yeah, um, so we use a blend of probably, you know, around 98% sunflower and 2% olive oil. Mm -hmm. uh, and the reason we use sunflower mainly is because we actually found a research report uh, where they looked into the benefit of sunflower oil and olive oil. And they've actually uh, noted in the report that using too much olive oil on an infant skin can actually uh, be detrimental to the skin of the baby. Okay. Uh, and so whereas sunflower was actually promoting a healthy skin, which is why we actually switched to a, a sunflower-based blend as opposed to an olive-based blend. Okay. Um, so, but both of them are otherwise, you know, very good, you know, obviously very nutritious mm -hmm. for the skin and, and they also, uh, you know, um, have anti-free um, uh, anti radical, right? I mean, they're anti oh, okay, cool. And so then, and then you've also got beeswax in there. Yeah, beeswax is actually there to retain the moisture. Um, okay. And so, you know, usually when you see that transparency on the skin after using the product, that's actually thanks to the beeswax that keeps a nice little layer on the skin. So your product, actually, after you apply it, even though it comes out of, in a form of a, of a lotion. Mm -hmm. stays on the skin as like an ointment to some extent. 
And so I had a question about that, which I had here later on, but was, so should we be concerned about like any sort of oil? Like I often talk about one of the best things you can do with a cloth diaper is try to keep the area dry. Um, but an oily beeswaxy, I guess that's not really wet though. It's, no, it's that's different. Right. That's, that's, that's a very good distinction you're asking about. Um, yes, there's a difference between wetness and hydration. Right. So the skin is moisturized, you know, slash hydrated, which is actually great uh, as, because otherwise like dry skin has a tendency to crack more quickly, more rapidly, right? Yeah. So you want to retain some moisture in the skin because uh, otherwise that will, uh, because that helps like having a healthy skin. Uh, but wetness is different. So when you use a wipe, you, you actually have uh, a wet skin after yeah. the wipe has been used. And most people, they don't take the time. <laughs> We're all busy parents, right? Yeah. So most people don't take the time to air dry their baby's bum or bottom or to actually dry it with a, with a towel. Um, whereas, you know, and that's also a cause of, of diaper ash is wetness. Yeah. Right? So that's, why you, that's something that you're going to avoid with our product because there's no real water uh, actually in contact with the skin that leaves the skin wet. Okay, cool. Good to know. And that's, it just makes this whole process simpler. As if I think about how I had done it with a wet wipe and then I would grab a dry one and a, yeah. right? All these yeah, little so processes. We, we call that like, uh, besides the fact that you have to put the product on the pad, but otherwise it's a single step cleaning. And single step cleaning. Instead of like three step cleaning where you would have to clean, dry the skin, and then, uh, you know, add a, um, uh, diaper ash cream. Okay. And so the last ingredient on your list here is glycerol sterate? Yeah, glycerol sterate. So our glycerol sterate is actually uh, using um, sustainable palm oil uh, okay. to, to make it. And so that's a common emulsifier that is used to make sure that the water and the oil stay in one phase. Mm. That's the one thing that we could have removed from the, from the formulation the only problem with removing it is that now you have a two phases typically that will separate the water and the oil phase. Yeah. And so now you have to shake the bottle every single time that you use the product, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah, yeah. More, more importantly, the shelf life now would become, you know, something like one week or two weeks at the oh, most. Wow. And that's absolutely like, you know, that's not something you could sell, obviously, uh, <laughs> or you could even use because you would run out, you, you would run out of shelf life before you even run out of product. So what is the shelf life of Nolio? Nolio has a shelf life of three years post-manufacturing. So yeah. before you open the bottle and introduce any potential uh, contaminants, you have a three-year shelf life, which is usually written the bottom, uh, the bottom, on the bottom of the bottle. Okay. And when you open the bottle, we usually recommend using the product within three months. There oh. is a buffer there, but we tell people three months because we know yeah. <laughs> people sometimes will open the bottle, forget about it, and then use something else. And so they, they'll definitely have a buffer. It is no problem there. But How would I know if it's gone months. bad? How would I know if it's gone uh, bad? Uh, it would be the smell, most likely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, usually you don't have that problem, to be frank, because most people, like from our experience, have used, uh, you know, they use one or two products at home typically. Like um, maybe they have one in the upstairs and one in the downstairs area of their house, or sometimes they'll use one at daycare and one at home. Yeah. And usually they use they use up a bottle within you know within yeah. four to six weeks typically. Gotcha. So earlier we had talked about how you were sourcing cotton organically. Yeah. Um, let's talk about all these ingredients. So you said organic palm oil, but what about the beeswax and the oils and the lime water? Should we be concerned about any environmental impacts of sourcing those materials? 
Yeah, so we use organic sunflower and organic olive oils as well. Uh, we do not, uh, so we use sustainable palm oil, which is important, right? Because it's the question of yeah. deforestation, right? Uh, so we're very cautious about making sure that what we use is, is coming from a sustainable plant. Um, uh, in terms of the odor, the odor is like we, you know, we use such small percentages of the product, like calcium hydroxide. You know, it's a mineral that is abundant and we use very little of it, like very, very little of it because it has, uh, when you put it into water, it saturates the water solution very quickly. Like you uh-huh. just, you know, put like a, yeah. less than a teaspoon and you'll be it'll saturate the whole thing like a whole gallon. So, uh, and for the beeswax, like it's, we also use very little because there is really, you don't need that much to have the uh, uh, effect of retaining moisture. So, no, I mean, we, uh, you know, the, the, we take very great care of making sure that our products are safe and also, you know, properly um, cultivated. Okay. And your products, you had mentioned that they're not made here in the States. They're made in France. France. (laughs) So the the three-in-one is made in France and our organic cotton is, uh, the cotton itself is sourced out of Turkey for the Uh most part and it's manufactured in Poland. Um, Uh And so we, so for for now, this is what we've been doing. Uh, We may consider changing the production of the the three-in-one to bring it to the u.s at some point um but we uh, we haven't made that uh determination yet yeah if it's working it works for now um all right so and then your backstory so how did you even get into this i'm talking to a dad here on the screen in baby care it doesn't happen often last time i did that was with uh i don't know if you know of little helpers diapers muhammad uh, uh, I don't know him, but I, I've, I've heard the name. Yeah, the okay, so Little Helpers, he's got a very similar story to you. Uh, him and his partner are uh, engineers, and they end up in cloth diapering. Yeah. Uh, so what's your story? What brought you to uh, healthcare or health products, baby health products of all things? Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting because uh, if you ask my mom, I used to say when I was a kid, like from as, as far as I can remember, I used to say I will never change a diaper in a day of my life. Oh, <laughs> of course you. You did <laughs> and, and now I'm like the diaper king you know to yeah. reference to the tiger king but, <laughs> no, um, no the um no like it really just happened naturally to some extent we we're expecting our first daughter four years ago and um i started really looking into the personal care products uh and the chemicals that were being used and i was uh frightened by the number of chemicals that were still being used that should have been banned because they are banned in other countries like mm-hmm. europe for instance um, I, you know, I was also, uh, I was not very happy with the transparency in terms of the ingredients. I think, you know, you shouldn't require a PhD to understand what you're putting on your baby's skin or on yourself. And that's something I really wanted to address. And ultimately, I also didn't like the idea of having, you know, 15 plus ingredients per product. I really thought that there, being a chemical engineer, I thought that we could make products that would have less than six ingredients in almost everything that we did. And that was sort of a mission of mine. Uh, the reason I got into the diaper change is because it became more of a necessity for me. Uh, I wanted to have the best product I could offer my kids. And I didn't want to wait until they were past the diaper change. And that's mm-hmm. because we go through, you know, on average, 6,700 diaper changes over the course of three years. Oh, yeah. And if you think about the number, like that is your highest exposure to chemicals during the first three years of your baby's life. And to me, like that was something that could, that was an opportunity to address. That was something to address that could not be missed. Uh, 
Uh, and so that's that's how I got into the diaper change. Cool. I, uh, we, I got weird feedback there. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a weird world where the direction that things go and how you end up in things, and that's where you do. Um, so where can we find your product? Where can people shop for it? And where can we learn more is my yeah. final question for um, you today. Yeah, they can, uh, they can go on our website, uh, which is www.noleocare.com. It's spelled N-O-L-E-O-C-A-R-E.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can find more information about a product. They'll find reviews from, from customers. We don't filter any reviews. So whatever you have is whatever we were able to, uh, okay. to get from customers. So nothing is filtered there. Um, and then we, uh, we also offer, uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. So people will be able to access the YouTube channel through our website. So we have like a few uh, how-to videos and tips that we can provide. We provide customers. We're hopefully going to do more of those going forward. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll try to add more tips as parents because we use the. we I'm a user first before it's my company. Yeah. So uh, I try to give parents tips on how to save product, how to make it easier for themselves, and. Uh, yeah, well, and you've got a two and four year old, so you're <laughs> just out of that. Di- you're barely out of diapers. You're That's definitely right. in to the thick of it. Yeah, I was trying to convince my wife to have a third one. I said, come on, like, you know, I, we have to stay with babies now. We're like, you know, in the baby business. <laughs> I don't think that's an argument that won over yet. No, so. it didn't work with my husband. It's probably not going to work with your wife either. Yeah. No, probably won't. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, they, they can find us there and uh, or they can also find us on Amazon. Okay. Although on our website, you know, um, the, you know, Amazon will give you maybe some more convenience. But if you're looking for value bundles and value packs where you can make, you can actually have additional savings, you can jump on our website and you'll have okay. those on our website. And at this time, you're only shipping to the United States, correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, for now, we, okay. we, you know, hopefully at some point we'll be in Canada and. Uh, we have someone who's actually looking into selling into Venezuela. So if someone oh. is in Venezuela, then you may you may be able to access some products that are out there as well. Did you learn something from today's show? I know that I learned a few things from today's show. For our American listeners, we will be hosting a giveaway for you to try a Noleo Care product package. You can go find that over on social media or you'll find more information on social media about where to enter, how to enter, and what to do. This podcast is running mid-late June, so that will be June 2020 giveaway. But don't forget that I do all sorts of giveaways over at clothdiaperpodcast.com on my Instagram social media feed. Stay posted to find out about that fun information is what I'm saying. If you're an international and you can't get Nolio Care in your country because of all this shipping and stuff, um, drop a line. I do know of other companies that provide similar products around the world. If you are international, you may be more familiar with the term liniment. So the product de mayo is Canadian version of a similar idea of a product. Uh, Yeah. So feel free to drop a line, ask more questions if you need it. My name is Bailey. This is the Cloth Ever Podcast. We have a lot more great shows coming up for you. I will also be celebrating my second birthday next week, hopefully with a book sale and some other fun things. Many more shows yet to come this summer. Bye.